HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Welcome, everyone, to a very special episode of Pizza Quest. This episode was recorded on location in Atlantic City during this year's Northeast Pizza and Pasta and Bakery Expo. Over the course of two days, I got the chance to interview a number of luminaries in the pizza and baking world, deliver educational presentations, and talk to the judges at both the pizza and the bagel competitions. We couldn't have covered this event without the help of our underwriters, and this episode was sponsored by Orlando Food Sales. Orlando Food Sales is a third-generation food importing company specializing in the importation and distribution of the best flour, tomatoes, oil, buffalo mozzarella, and vegetables and oil from Italy. Learn more at orlandofoods.com. In this episode, we'll hear from three judges of the Young Pizza Makers competition and get an inside look on what it takes to impress them. I hope you enjoy the show. I'm Peter Reinhardt for Pizza Quest here at the Northeast Pizza and Pasta and Baking Expo, but right now I'm standing in the judging booth for the pizza competition with three of the judges for the final category of today. Uh, And the category of today is what, Scott? It's the Young Pizza Maker of the Year. Young pizza. So we've already done the adults, all the professionals. They've all had their go. I was supposed to be a judge, and I got here too late. All the pizzas were done. But I'm with Scott Anthony first. Who? And what I want to do is ask Scott and David, David uh, Sancio, Sancio, and and uh, Will Grant, who's uh, been on Pizza Quest before. Um, I want to ask you guys as judges. What is it that you're going to be looking for, the qualities that will allow you to differentiate between, you know, the winners and the not winners? Uh, Scott, you go first. Well, as a young pizza maker, we're definitely going to be looking for creativity. You know, what we expect from some of the young and fresh and what they have to add to the industry. But the basics of judging a pizza are always going to prevail. We're, we're going to look for that, that crust that's baked just right, that's going to be able to hold the ingredients that are on it, and the, the toppings on it need to have that perfect balance of flavor and, and taste. So the, those basic ingredients plus that, that uh, tidbit of uh, creativity. So, so these you're, you're going to have different expectations of the young pizza makers than you would have, say, a professional pizza operator, except the similarities are that you're looking for a good pizza. But uh, are you saying it kind of starts more with the, the topping side as opposed to the crust side? Well, 
I mean, creativity could be in the crust too. How are they flavoring the crust? Um, how did they, did they have a different baking or fermentation process that gave it a, a special flavor? So yeah, a creativity can be seen in so many different ways. So we're gonna, just gonna look for what these young people have to add to the industry and the overall uh, profile of the pizza. And and as and Scott Anthony's answering this knows what he's talking about because Scott is a world champion pizza maker. Yeah, you're part of uh, uh, the world champion pizza team, right? World champions and and others. And uh, talk about what you do in the pizza industry. So um, I own Punxsy Pizza in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. I've been in the pizza industry since 1994. Uh, I've been here at Pizza Expo since the early 2000s as a speaker. And you're a regular speaker here. I'm a regular speaker. I've contributed to the magazine. I've uh, judged at all the uh, international competitions, and I've judged at other competitions also. So I, I kind of know what I'm looking for. I'm familiar with different styles of pizza. And, um, you know, just kind of love the industry. And so I, I like to see, you know, newcomers in it and share that joy and, and what they can share with us. Well, forgive me for asking this, but I can't resist. Uh, you've been to so many pizza expos. Does it ever feel like Groundhog Day to you? Uh, my, my whole life is Groundhog Day. <laughs> Every day is you pretty much the same thing. But, but just like with the movie Groundhog Day, you try to make each day a little bit better until you get it right, you know? Yeah, so uh, do you ever get surprised at these competitions of some of the things that you see, the, the, the pizzas that you see, you see anything new or kind of like, whoa, that's a cool one, I haven't seen that before? Um, there's, yeah, especially in Vegas, um, with the non-traditional pizzas, you do see a lot of surprises. I've seen some things that I would never have thought of, but they were great, like, you know, bacon and strawberries. Who would have thought? Wow, that's even different than bacon and, and pineapple. Yeah, or a Thanksgiving pizza, an Oktoberfest pizza. There's just so much that you can do with pizza. So people can sometimes get way out of the box a little bit, and, you, and, and that's kind of interesting then. You're saying it can work. Yeah, it can work. It, it is very interesting, yes. And, and I'm sure there are times when it doesn't work as quite as well as they had hoped. Yeah, it doesn't always come together the way you think, but, you know, that's that's the nature of the game. you got to try it. Yeah, well, that, and, that's so cool. and that's one of the cool things about these expos is that we get to see the future of pizza as well as its current present, you know, because some of these things are ideas. I remember when, when I was judging a couple of years ago that the, a Detroit pizza or a square pizza was, was practically, you know, it was such a new category that nobody even knew what to make of it. Yeah, exactly. Nobody knew what a Detroit was. And Sean Randazzo brought that to the table and made it world famous. And, you know, a few years ago, the Roman category was brought in. That's right. And the Pinza. So we, we see a lot of different uh, things being introduced. Uh, and, it, and it's great to see these new innovations. Well, it's great to see you again and see you here. And uh, uh, did you make your, uh, do a presentation today, uh, this week while you're here? Did you give a talk? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's uh, owning your community. It's a marketing presentation. And so we're going to be doing some interviews with people from different operators around the country and some interesting things that they did to really become top of mind awareness in their community and to successfully run their pizzerias. And I have to say that's a, uh, one of the major reasons why people come to these expos is not just about the pizza, it's about the business, about understanding how to run a successful and grow a successful business. Oh, exactly. You, you, we all have a passion for pizza, but we all, as business owners, want to turn that passion into some profits and be able to uh, in, enjoy the benefits of our pizza. Exactly. So that you can keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, thank you so much for your insight, Scott, and for being here today again. And, uh, and I'll see you in Vegas, hopefully, in a few months. All right, thanks.
Okay, so now we're going to go to the, talk to the other judges here. So, the, what can uh, Dave, is it Dave? Most people call me Rev. Rev, yeah, so your nickname's Rev. Rev, which, first of all, what qualifies you to be a pizza judge? You know, I'm not sure. Uh, other than I'm really, really passionate about I pizza. Like pizza, yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm probably best known as a, uh, in this crowd as a social media influencer. I have a couple hundred thousand followers on social oh, media, so I'm eating a lot of pizza online. Uh, but I'm a digital marketing consultant. Do you do uh, presentations on that here? No, not yet. I'm we we got to get you. I'm we, not in that club yet. I'm sure there's a lot of people who would like to know, how can I become a you know, media influencer? Yeah, I mean, I do digital marketing for restaurants. That's what I do. So I help a lot. I work with a lot of pizzerias. What, if, without, without uh, taking business away from what would be like a couple key points that you would make to somebody who wants to use social media to grow their business? Uh, to focus more on email than social media. There's, no, there's nothing more important than capturing your guest's email address and being able to email them like once a week. That's way more important than updating Instagram. Wow, that, that is a golden piece of uh, information and you heard it right here on Facebook. Thank you so much for sharing that. What are you going to be looking for today in these pizzas from these young kids? Well, we, you know, we are judging the young kids and I'm kind of not going to judge them any differently than I would any other pizza. Like I'm not expecting them to perform differently or be more creative or I'm not going to give them the distance to have flaws. Like I. To me, they should, if they're competing, they should be the best of what's out there, and I would judge it the exact same way. What I'm hoping for, though, is something memorable. And I think you can ask Will or you can ask Scott. Uh, we are hoping for that one pie that you eat it back, and you're like, oh, my God. Like we, Will and I judged this four years ago, and the first thing we said, I was like, dude, you remember that one with the mini pepperonis? Like, it was amazing. The memorable, oh, my God, pizza. That, that, that says it all right there. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I, I'm hoping that because they're young, maybe they don't have as uh, – they haven't been doing things the same way for a long time, so they just have a fresh new idea, and yeah. something comes of that. And sometimes uh, not knowing is better, you know, because you, you're not afraid to try. Yeah, or or a mistake could be a beautiful mistake. I like that. That's a great. That's a great soundbite right there. Say it again. I said sometimes a mistake can be a beautiful mistake. Perfect. A perfect place to move on to our next judge. Thank you. That's a great bite. Uh, so, uh, Rev, how do, have people, do you have a social media uh, handle that people can follow you on? Yeah, I, am, I am Rev Ciancio, R-E-V-C-I-A-N-C-I-O. And if you can't find that or you can't remember what I said, I also run an account called Fun With Fries, and Rev Ciancio is in the bio. So go to Fun With Fries, you click right there. Fun With Fries. Rev, thanks so much. Thank it was great to see you. And now we're with Will Grant, uh, pizza champion, uh, uh, West Coast sourdough maven. You're you're one of the guys that has kind of blown the lid open for pizza makers, uh, you know, who moving into the sourdough category. And we're seeing when you and I first met, there were only a few of you guys that were really doing sourdough pizzas. Now it seems like almost everybody is. Are, are people calling you and saying, "How do I do it?" Yes, I'm doing a lot of consulting for sourdough these days. A lot of people, you know, after the pandemic, two things were prevalent, pizza and sourdough. Everyone was doing it, so I'm really in a perfect area to really help out a lot of people as much yeah, as the possible. the pandemic did, did, did something that nobody could have calculated about for sourdough. Absolutely. It's been so amazing to see so many people so passionate about something that I've been so passionate about for years now. So what are you going to be looking for from these kids today? I'm going to be looking for a balanced pizza. Uh, I have a different perspective that uh, I've been making pizzas since I was six years old. So I know these kids can accomplish some great pizzas. So I'm going to be looking for a really good balanced pizza, looking for a good bake on the crust. Um, I'm going to be looking for a nice topping where it's not over top, not over cheesed. And just to really, like Rev said, something memorable that we can really talk about. And of course, well, we featured uh, one of your pizzas in the new Pizza Quest book, uh, uh, which was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, was, the, was your championship 
pizza restaurant, one, one of the ones that you won medals for. It was. It was a championship one from this same arena where I think you were sitting where I am right now judging that pizza. That was when you won the Caputo Cup, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. And, and it's a white pizza. Yes. With a blue cheese. It's a gorgonzola sauce. I use the base with the mushrooms, pine nuts, red onions, and garlic. They finish it with a little bit of feta cheese. They, I, I blitz and I put it on to let it melt down with the residual. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, so, yeah, so if anyone wants to know how to make Will's Pizza, it's in the book. But uh, Or, uh, and we did an interview even a few years before that, that was a written one where I, where, where I got it all in writing, and I basically put the transcript of our interview on the Pizza Quest website. So go to pizzaquest.com and put Will Grant into the um, into the, 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 what do you call it, the, the search window, and you'll see both, uh, I think, at the... Did we, did we do the video one? And we did, yeah. We did two video ones, and we did the one written one also. And I'm also number 104 in the Saudo Library with Piratos. And That's right. That's right. And we talked about that today, actually, in uh, one of my workshops. Uh, I, I mentioned that you, we were talking about the Sourdough Library, and I said, and in fact, we have somebody right here at the expo who has a, well, his sourdough is is featured number 104. Number 104. And I'm the only uh, one of the only pizziolos in the uh, Sourdough Library, also. Yeah. And, and your and your pizzerias are in the Pacific Northwest and the Seattle area. Uh, why don't you tell everybody what the names are? And so I have Sourdough Willies in Kingston, Washington. You can find that at sourdoughwillies.com and on Facebook. They also have That's a Some Pizza on Bainbridge Island. Uh, that one you can find at that'sasome.com. We've had that one for 38 years, and we have Sourdough Willies for four years now. And, and, and what a story! So you're a lifer, number one lifer on, on, on the pizza world, but but um, also a great cook. Not just a pizza maker. You can you've got a sense of feeling for food, and um, and now you're a world champion too. <laughs> and now I get to judge the way you get to judge. How cool is that? Which makes you again an influencer because the judges are who are the biggest influencers, but the ones who are judging everybody else, right? I guess so yeah. Well, well, and also, you and I had had got that dinner together last night at at Chef Vola's, one of the Le- Atlantic City's legendary restaurants. Well, that was fun. Your your veal chop was pretty huge. It was amazing. You had to help me with a little bit of it. Uh, yeah, I did get a taste of that. That was really great. So, Will, it's good to see you. Uh, and thanks all of you guys for being part of uh, Pizza Quest. I, I think for, and for sharing your insights. This is kind of fun to be here before the pizzas will come in. We're waiting for the for the kids to make their pizzas, and then you're going to deliver them. Depending on how things go, I may try to get back and get your after after. After the judging, not while you're judging, but after you're judging, find out if you had, if you did have one of those wow movements, uh, a memor- or saw a memorable pizza, because Absolutely. it's always exciting when that happens. What was the pizza that from a couple years ago that you thought was so cool? There's two of them. Well, yeah, well, there's yeah, there was one that was a, a, a non-traditional. It was like a Detroit-ish. It was definitely a pan pizza, but it was like a Thanksgiving pizza. So it had like gravy and sweet potatoes, and it had like a purple flower. I don't even remember what it was that, but like it was so memorable because it was so unique. And then the other one on it was the. It was the little. There's a little mini one Alberto did uh, with a Forza Forte. Yeah, yeah. Cars. Mini cup and like tight, like like mini M M&M and M size cup and jars. Cup and jar pepperonis. Yeah, yeah. Itty bitty bitty little. Thing. Who would have thought of that? Right. And how did he get? How did he do it? How did he make? Did they cut them by hand? He bought them. They were, it was a Hormel product that he found, but like every single bite you took was just like. Pepperoni. Yeah. pepperoni and grease exploding yeah, in your mouth. A lot of grease. It was very greasy Probably pizza. what made it so memorable. Yes. <laughs> all right, guys. You all heard about it here. We'll see if we could come back later and find out who the winners were and uh, have fun on the tasting today. I'll see you throughout the show. Thank Thanks a lot, guys.
Okay, I am back in the judging area with two of the judges. I don't know where our third judge went to, but uh, uh, but I got Will and Rev here, who, and you guys have judged the the young people's pizza, the kids. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about because we haven't we have not heard who the winners are, so we don't know what it tallied up to. But did you guys see anything that got you excited today? I saw there were a few pizza in there, really good. Uh, there's a few. They did a spelt sourdough. There was one with papadou and a 48-hour uh, oh, starter fermentation. Steps into the future, yeah. Um, there's one that had 80 percent hydration with uh, semolina flour, almost like a Roman. These style. kids are reading books. They're yes. reading about. Uh, yes, they're reading the your gen- books. That's cool. I like <laughs> the 80 percent hydration is not for the uh, not for the the beginners. No, no, not at all. That's a very, very hard one to do, especially in round pizza. It's one thing. The execution's good. It was good. They, they need a little help. On, uh, on definitely opening it up, but you know, opening up 80% hydration dough ball is pretty challenging. How are the ovens here? A lot of times at these competitions, perfectly great pizzas don't come out great because the ovens are never don't get hot enough or whatever. It's always a challenge. You're dealing with a, a giant warehouse. You have a big draft coming through. Yeah. These are ovens that have never been used before. That you know, always the thermostats aren't always working correctly. Yeah, exactly. The elements aren't working correctly inside of it. Also, it's kind you of like know, trying you know, to do you know it. What the person did in it before you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And That's you're right. trying to big. It's like cooking with one hand tied behind your back. Absolutely. So it's really important. You'll see a lot of people that they'll just they'll close the door to the oven and they'll walk away. And uh, that's where a lot of mistakes are made because you have to constantly watch this pizza and make sure it's being baked correctly. That's a good point. Good point. And I think it's going to be kind of cool to keep track of some of these kids because a few years from now they'll be in the in the professional categories and you'll kind of say, I saw you coming, you know. Yeah, that was interesting. We judged, I think, seven pizzas and they were all over the place. Like, that was the thing is they could, could enter anything they wanted. Basically, everything was not traditional. And there was a couple that were very classic styles with, like, slight twists and interpretations. And there was some really crazy stuff in there like the... Uh, the seasonal pie, what was it, with uh, caramelized onion, fresh regat with infused ginger, sausage, pear, squash medley, candy walnuts, thyme. Like, it was, it, like... Definitely not a minimalist. No, we had, like, two extremes. We had, like, really unique takes on some classics and then some really crazy stuff. But it was that one, and then on the other side, there was a, a, a small, personal margarita Neapolitan style. <laughs> literally was six inches. A purist. Yes. <laughs> it was, like, the size I would have got served, like, in a, a school lunchroom. Exactly. <laughs> it was tiny. Well, uh, and and uh, without, because we've well, already made your votes and everything, so without revealing anything that you can't reveal ahead of time, because you don't know who actually won, did you guys feel kind of, did you sense that there was kind of a un- unanimity about which were the ones that kind of broke from the back and could be winners? There always is. It's always kind of right in your face, you know. It goes down to a few points of how did they open it up, how did they shape it, how did they bake it, and that really goes to personal preference on it. But definitely the last... Not the, the last three, I think, were definitely top. The first one and the last three, so we're really, really amazed. Out of seven, so you got yeah. and so it'll be interesting now when they do announce the results, which will that be today, do you think, that they'll announce the winners? they'll do it here pretty soon. They just need to tally up all the points over again. There's only seven competitors, so, so they should, like they it shouldn't take forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But it was fun. It was actually a really fun category to judge because people just did kind of whatever they wanted and yeah. made some good pizzas. Yeah, like uh, freewheeling creativity. I love it. There was, there was one or two in there that I was like, I would absolutely eat this pizza. So again, that's, so that's, that's a, a good sign. Right there. Yeah. Well, you are here on the emerging trend of the next generation of pizza makers. Uh, maybe the next time I get around to writing a, uh, a Pizza Quest book, I'll, I'll be able to feature some of these guys as they break into the business and become the next the next round of superstars. I tell you what, after tasting those pizzas, you definitely will be. <laughs> that's good news. All right. Well, guys, thanks so much for sharing all this. And again, all of you who are listening, 
uh, we I don't know we'll, we may be able to get the results to you uh, but if not in this episode then just go to uh, uh, the pizza ex- Northeast pizza and pasta Expo and there'll probably be something posted as to who the winners are um, any predictions if you were to predict one or, or two of the ones that you think will win so that when they go to look for it they'll know what to look for uh, the Pepidou one I really that was really good yeah, the one with Pepidou peppers it was like it was like Pepidou and sausage and then I thought like the what was the what was like a margarita take basically a margarita with the spelt uh, sourdough oh, yeah, the spelt yeah, sourdough yeah, that's right really then that to, for a young person to be using spelt flour that's a, that's a, somebody who's not a beginner cook even if they're a young person and then the one with the semolina with 80 percent hydration yeah, that was really good semolina, too. yeah a little bit more finesse on it but it was really really yeah, good they're, yeah they're, they're, Advanced work. Well, that's exciting for us to know that, as always, the pizza world is also going to keep getting better and better. I feel like we're the pre-show to the NFL draft. Like, who do you think is going to go in the first round? <laughs> it's like the McDonald's All-Star game, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Guys, thanks so much. You get a happy meal. You get a happy meal. You get a happy And we'll see you at the draft. <laughs> Bye-bye. And, and thanks again for listening. Thanks again to Orlando Food Sales for sponsoring this episode of Pizza Quest. Learn more at orlandofoods.com. That's it for this episode. If you want to hear more of our coverage from the Northeast Pizza and Pasta and Baking Expo, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Pizza Quest is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.